Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Uh, good evening. Welcome to another Michigan Free and Independent State Michigan General General Assembly educational conference call on this wild card night. It is Thursday, July the 30th, 2015, start time 8.35 p.m. Host is Paul Tom, Senior Technical Sporting Board Arbor is myself, Nick Laskowski. At this time, we'll do the business session. This means for bearing false witness, misrepresentation, posting inflammatory rec in public forums is forbidden, shall be addressed in an appropriate manner. Eliminate all conflict and false allegations. Is there anyone in attendance at today's meeting as a member or agent of any law enforcement agency or public agency the federal, state, city, or township agency's presence? And is there any response to the Bivens decision for the first time? Here and now, once again, this meeting is brought burning false witness, misrepresentation, posting inflammatory rhetoric in public forums, this forbidden shall be addressed in an appropriate manner. Eliminate all conflict and false allegations. Is there anyone in attendance at today's meeting as a member, agent of any law enforcement agency or public agency, the federal, state, county, city, or township agency is present? And is there any response to the Bivens decision for the second time? Hearing none. Third and final time, this meeting is prior. Bearing false witness, misrepresentation, posting inflammatory rhetoric in public forums is forbidden shall be addressed in an appropriate manner. Eliminate all conflict and false allegations. Is there anyone in attendance at today's meeting as a member, agent of any law enforcement agency or public agency, the federal, state, county, city, or township agencies? Press. Is there any response to the business for the third and final time? Hearing none. At this time, can we get an opening prayer, please? Buck will do it if it's all right. Go ahead. Heavenly Father, tonight we come before you with thankful hearts, grateful unto you and the character of which you are with your blessings. We are indeed a blessed people in this land, although many times we don't give you acknowledgement that we are blessed. Continue to look upon us with your grace and mercies that we'll continue to be blessed. Let us become better men and women, boys and girls, and everything that we do and say by acknowledging your ways. We are grateful for America. We are grateful for Michigan, free, independent, nation, equal state. We are sorrowful that more people don't seem to think that it's a worthwhile project that we're on to restore back to what once was, which once proved to be the greatest nation in the world and which could be again if people would take the fog out of their brains and wake up. 
I ask that you would bless those that get on this call and that are still putting their hands, their mind, their souls into allowing us to bring back that which once was so great. And most of it comes out of your word, Father, the very existence that you, how you told us to live. So give us wisdom and knowledge this evening and let us participate with willing hearts. God bless America again and God bless Michigan, our free independent nation equal state. Let them flourish. Let us be the leaders if no one else wants to move. Give us the unction from your Holy Spirit that we might set the trail straight and proper for everybody else. Give you glory and honor. So be it. So be it. Okay, thank you, Buck. And with that, I'm going to mute one line because we have some background noise, and we're going to go for roll call. Linda, can you hang up and dial back in? I get some real bad noise on your line. Oh, I sure will. I'll, I thank will you. dial uh, presently. Thank you, Bob. I'll just count you here for roll call. Thank you. Okay, with that, we'll do a roll call here. Myself, Nick Laskowski, is here in present. Buck Grew. Buck Grew, Bay County, present. Jonathan Lewis. Present. Paul Thompson, Sr. Present. Paul Thompson, Jr. He should be with us shortly here. Robert Gilman. Yeah, he's here. Yell again, Robert. Yeah. Marilyn Toske. I be here. That's a long time no see. Joseph Fry. Jesse Fry. Hope they get the message. Marvin Alcesser. Rose Alcesser. Linda Kobe. I know she's here. Oh, you're back. Good. Dan Colby. Present. Don Gay. Don Gay. Emily Gay. Damas Jorgan. Anita Jorgan. Uh, Cindy Luce, Cindy Luce, Sharon Sexton, uh, Rick Forrest, here, Dusty Payne, present. Sam Payne. Uh, and by for a second here, I'm having a quick issue. Uh, Kellyanne Carpenter. John Sitar. Faith. 
Linda Omen. Um, Diane Bass, Don Dirkside, here, Don Dirkside, oh, he's here, good, James, uh, okay, I, Don, James Kamazat, Jr., Anderson. Victor Green. Debbie Kobe. Joyce Johnston. Lisa Jackson. Is there anybody else that has not heard their name, Paul? Please state your name for the record. Okay. I think Joe Fry is getting on late too. I show 12 present here tonight. Actually, 11 present because waiting on one. So, with that, Mr. Moderator, your floor. Thank you very much, Nick, and thank you everyone for being on this call tonight. Tonight is a wild card night. The decision was made in the state meeting. On the 11th of July, the last week and this week, the Education Committee will be presenting some material. So I'll turn this meeting over to John Lewis. Um, I guess if Linda has something, I could let her start off. And I've only got one little tidbit here. Let me start with that and let her get things together. Um, There's a word, schisms, or schism, and I looked that up in the um, Noel Webster's 1828 Dictionary. S-C-H-I-S-M. In general, it is a noun, in general sense, division or separation, but approximately a division or separation in a church or domination of Christians occasioned by diversity of opinions, breach of unity among people of the same religious faith. Then there's a quote by K. Charles Below that, it says, set bounds to our passions by reason, to our errors by truth, and to our schisms by charity. If you get a chance, look it up in uh, No Webster's Dictionary. Um, it's, it's almost a study in itself. In Scripture, the word seems to denote a breach of charity rather than a difference of doctrine. Separation. That's uh, number two. 
division among tribes or classes of people. So the moral of the story is we don't want to be doing anything to cause schism in our midst. We, if we can have differences of opinion, that's not the problem. The problem lies when you don't uh, come to a conclusion, to a compromise, to um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, you debate until you can agree to disagree. And uh, with that, uh, Linda, are you ready to bring forward what you have? Not really, but I will. Okay. Uh, I I just took some a little sticky note, cut it up, and put it in some places in the places that, in the book where I've been reading, and it is the same book that I was reading from last week. It's called The American Covenant. The Untold Story by Marshall Foster and Mary Elaine Swanson. And um, I, I, kind of, I kind of went through it a little bit last week, but this week, um, I, I read. I read and I thought, well, this is really interesting. This would be really cool to share. And I, that's what I would like to do tonight. And basically, it's going to be reading some quotes that are very apropos for us. At least I feel they are. And um, a little bit more history about the organization. Now, um, Mr. Uh, Marshall Foster had an organization that was called the Mayflower Institute. He started that, and then he went, and, and it was it was primarily because of the um, study that he had done with the Mayflower Compact and the problems that we were having here in our United States. And this book was printed in '81, and I got the cup. Uh, let's see, the Foundation for Christian Self Government was his first organization, and that was copy, This book was copyrighted by his. Uh, Foundation for Christian Self-Government. And um, that, of course, morphed into, in 19, by 1983, Mayflower Institute, which, of course, goes hand in hand because the self-government that our um, founders, or the, you know, our early founders had uh, contributed to the the great success of their endeavors in uh, uh, planting uh, the United States here as an independent self-governing nation. And um, in this book, he also relates uh, the um, and quotes uh, some of the, uh, well, as it, 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 it was a particular man that talks about the self-government of Israel and um, their uh, institutions that they had were very much evolved, 
I may use that word, I don't really like using that word, but they developed as a result of the whole nation of Israel being self-governing and um, having God in their, um, not only in their, in their personal lives, but in their community life, in their um, judicial life, in their, in their economics, in, in, their, um, in their government, uh, etc., just like our early fathers did here in the United States, especially the pilgrims um, with the Mayflower Compact. And they knew, they knew that they, before they had to get on land, they had to have a compact, a covenant is what they called it, their covenant with God Almighty. And um, let's see. So they made up the Mayflower, Mayflower Compact. Now, um, in his foreword, he, he talks about um, the American Covenant. And his question is, what is the American Covenant? And he quotes, Henry Greenwald summarizes the dilemma. And he's talking about the dilemma of our um, country as it was and as it developed to that day of 1983. And in March 1982 of the Life Edition, Henry Grunwald summarizes our dilemma, summarizes well our dilemma. And I quote, the belief in an ever better tomorrow conviction that obstacles exist to overcome and that the U.S. has a strong and beneficial role to play in the world. These constitute the American secular religion. For some time now, that religion has been corroded by doubt, intractable, um, by doubt, by doubt, period, I'm sorry. Intractable inflation seems to have turned the good life into a treadmill and shaken our confidence in our future. Um, America's last frontier. Um, our industry appears to have lost its productive magic, its daring, and sometimes even its competence. Our government is intrusive, inept, and expensive. And he uses the wrong word here. Our democracy too often produces mediocrity and deadlock. That was an interesting quote. And of course, that's very, very true. And we could multiply that two or three times many years later, 30 years later. About 30 years later. And then, continuing on, there's a quote. Um, Daniel Webster at the, um, let's see, it was December 22nd, 1820. So it was the, two, the bicentennial of the founding of Plymouth. And he had this, he, he spoke at um, Plymouth, Massachusetts. And, um, about us having forgotten our foundation just 200 years after Plymouth 
founded. And he said at the end, he ended his address with this admonition, which is true today. Just think about that. And I'm sure, I'm sure all of you have have um, tried to follow this concept. I know we have. Uh, finally, let us not forget the religious character of our origin. Our fathers were brought hither by their their high veneration for the Christian religion. They journeyed by its light and labeled labored in its hopes. They sought to incorporate its principles with the elements of our society and to diffuse its influence through all their institutions, civil, political, or literary. Let us cherish these sentiments and extend this influence still more widely in the full conviction that it is the happiest society which partakes in the highest degree of the mild and peaceful spirit of Christianity. Very, very cool. Um, then he goes on to talk about the covenant, and he quotes Deuteronomy. Um, and this is Marshall Foster and Mary Elaine Swanson. Um, Deuteronomy 7.9 says, Know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is God, the faithful God, which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. That, that's, that's something that I read a long time ago. And um, that was when my, my children were small and I was homeschooling and and um, trying to figure out how they were going to live in a world such as we were in, and how were they going to live a, live a godly life? Well, there's the answer. But um, I still ask my, myself that question. And um, then finally, finally one day, I heard Robert and Marilyn and Bob and Bonnie speak at a meeting, and it was almost like, the whole talk they gave that night hit me upside the head and said, oh, here it is. This is the way they're going to live. This is a vehicle to return us to our original jurisdiction. Anyway, um, then we go on, go on about the, um, the covenant that pilgrims made with God. And that's the Mayflower Compact. Um, I have a question for everyone. Do you want me to read the Mayflower Compact again? I think it's a good idea to read it every now and then, but um, I don't have to read it. I would like to if... if how, how long is it? Um, 20 pages. What, how, what, say that again? How many pages is it? Oh, it's, it's less than half a page. Oh, go ahead. Okay. The Mayflower Compact. In ye name of God, amen. We whose names are underwritten, the loyal subjects of our dread sovereign Lord, King James, be ye grace of God of Great Britain, France, um, and Ireland. King, defender of your faith, having undertaken for the glory of God, Advancement, advancement of your Christian faith 
and honor of our king and country. A voyage to plant ye first colony in ye northern parts of Virginia. Do by these presents solemnly and mutually in the presence of God and one of another covenant and combine ourselves together in a civil body politic for our better ordering and preservation and furtherance of the ends aforesaid. And by virtue hereto to enact, constitute, and frame such just and equal laws, ordinances, acts, constitutions, and offices from time to time, as shall be thought most meet and convenient for the general good of the colony. Um, <clears throat> unto which we promise all due submission and obedience, in witness whereof we have here under subscribed our names at Cape Cod the 11th of November in the year of ye reign of our sovereign Lord, King James of England, France, and Ireland, the 18th, and by Scotland, the 54th. Oh, Anno Domin... Oh, uh, 1620. BD 1620. Well, anyway, so they came here intending to set up their their colony with their with uh, relig their religious freedom and their civil body politics. Marvin talks about civil body politics, <clears throat> and of course we know we have that already already outlined in our document. Um, according to uh, Professor Andrew McLaughlin, um, Foundation of American Constitutionalism, Constitutionalism book, um, wrote that in 1932. He says, the word covenant and its significance will appear over and over again as we trace the development of America of American constitutional theory. The support and for the support of this our declaration ends with acknowledgement of the sovereignty of God, in which the foundation or the founders in effect covenanted together to form a nation. And for the support of this declaration with a firm reliance on the, on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, fortunes, and our sacred honor. And then, we go on, he goes on to talk about reaffirming our covenant. And, uh, that's basically what we have to do now. And that's what we're doing. That's what we are doing, and we have done that with our documents. There have been many other organizations that have done that. And um, as I see it, we've, we've been the best so far. And uh, there's another scripture, Psalms 2, 10, and 12. 
relation to that. And uh, I'd like to read that now, if that's okay. Uh, be wise now, therefore, O ye kings, be instructed, ye judges of the earth, serve the Lord with fear, and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the sun, lest he be angry, and ye perish from the way when his wrath is kindled but a little. Blessed are all that put their trust in him. Anyway, that is that. Is that. All right. And then um, there's a quote in here from Samuel Adams, October 4th, 1790. And it's about self-government. And as we know, we have to teach our children self-government. And, and of course, we kind of, in a way, have to set up our, our um, train-the-trainer program. Our train-the-trainer program is kind of like a self-governing teaching, teaching Persons to be self-governing program, and well, and of course about us, and um, we're basically all about self-governance. Um, the quote is: "Let divines and philosophers, statesmen and patriots, unite their endeavors to renovate the age by impressing the minds of men." With the importance of educating their little boys and girls, of inculcating in the minds of youth the fear and love of the deity and universal philanthropy, and in subordination to these great principles, the love of their country, of instructing them in the art of self-government, without which they never can act a wise part in the government of societies, great or small, in short, of leading them the study and practice of the elevated virtue virtues of the Christian system. And it wasn't that they had decided everybody had to be a Christian. Anyone could come. But they had to be um, reliant on the Christian principles. Roberts talked about that. I could go on, but I think I. Oh, wait a there. Are you guys tired of hearing this? Do you want me to stop, uh, or do you want me to go on? No, uh, it's all good information. Um, what What does anybody else think? It's a free society, a free assembly of free men. Put your two cents worth in. Did Emily have anything that she wanted to present tonight? Emily hasn't made it on yet. And I keep getting Linda's having some phone issues there. Okay. Thank you. If it doesn't go too much longer... 
continue. Otherwise, we'll save it for another time. Okay. Well, basically, there's uh, just a bit of a discussion of about the battle of ideas that started okay. almost immediately oh. uh, during the nation. And, um, and then there was a description of what happened on September 12, 1905. And it was at a restaurant called Peck's Restaurant. One, oh no, it was, it was obviously September 12, 1905, in the loft above the Peck's Restaurant, 140 Fulton Street in Lower Manhattan. A group of young men gathered together to overthrow the predominantly Christian worldview that still pervaded America. Uh, let's see, there were, at first, there were, at the first meeting, there were five men. Upton Sinclair, he was 27, a writer and a socialist. Jack London, a writer. Thomas Wentworth Higginson, a Unitarian minister. J.C. Phelps Stokes, husband of a socialist leader, and Clarence Darrow, a lawyer. So they, they started their organization off by calling it Intercollegiate Socialist Society, which, of course, you know, puts their purpose right out there. Um, and then they, then they continued on. Um, oh, gosh, a number of years later. And they used gradualism. By the method of gradualism, <clears throat> that was their proven method of gradualism, taken from the Roman general, Quintus Fabius Maximus. These men and others who joined with them slowly infiltrated their ideas into uh, or onto the college campuses and into the public schools. By 1912, that was seven years later, there were 44 chapters, colleges. By 1917, there were 61 chapters in schools and 12 in graduate schools. They, and in 20, 1921, they changed their name to the League for Industrial Democracy. And they entered the mainstream of America's education elite. By the 1930s, there were 125 chapters of student study groups. And at that time, John Dewey, the godfather of progressive education, was vice president of the League. So it's word spin, just like the lawyers do. Yep, yep. And um, by 1941, he'd become, had become president, and Reinhold Niebuhr, a liberal socialist theologian, was the treasurer. Well, anyway, now we as Americans are fighting a counter-offensive to recapture our nation. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I'll end it there. That was about uh, that was from that was from the the, the last paragraph here. And uh, I was in the middle of the last paragraph. And that's so very true. 
Yep. Maybe maybe next week I'll do I'll do chapter one. I'll go through chapter one. Clearing the smoke screen. <laughs> That's what they did when they first started our nation. Cleared out all the smoke screens. Anyway, I yield. Thank you, Linda. Appreciate the uh input and it's if you don't understand history, you're bound to repeat the same mistakes. Mm-hmm. So uh, history is so important. And I don't think... I think the people have been dumbed down to the point where they don't know what good it's going to do them. Well, we know history repeats itself. Okay, uh, if Emily's not here yet, um, I guess we pass until next time and we turn it back over to uh, the moderator. Thank you, John, and thank you very much, Linda, for what you've read tonight. Linda, I would ask that the books or book that you have used for the last two weeks, if you would not mind bringing those books to the meeting on the Eighth uh, of August. Yes, I will. No. I, will I, would, I will. I would. Go ahead. I I have it with my notebook, and that goes with me everywhere I go. Okay, I would like to look at them enough to copy the title down and the information. Sure. I think that one book that you got is extremely valuable. Yeah, it's it's a lot of. Um, not facts, doesn't it? Yes. It just says a lot in a little bit of time. Okay, well, thank you very much. And this concludes our wild card night with the Education Committee. Uh, Buck, could you give us a word of prayer, please, to go home on? Yes. Great and mighty God of the heavens, we give you thanks that we, those who got on this call and took time out of their schedule to be here and participate and have their ears open to hear what was being said, we thank you for that operation. We do ask that you would be with each and every one of our members that might be under the weather right now, give them help, give them strength, let them recover. We ask that you would be with the good leaders in our government upon this land that are trying to do some steering back to the right way. Give them help. Those that are bad boys and girls, you do what you want with them. Let our, let our assembly continue on strong. Give us the wherewithal to go forward, to search out things, to make this nation and this state better than when it was yesterday. We thank you in a mighty way. So be it. So be it. Thank you, everyone, for being on this call. We'll see you next Thursday night on the 6th of August for the state call. Thank you, everyone, for being on the call tonight, and I hope this has been a blessing to all of you. Good night, everyone. Be kind to everyone you know, and uh, we'll see you later on. 
night. Thank you. Good night, all. This will end the Michigan Free and Independent Nation Eagle State Michigan General Drill Assembly Educational Conference Call for Thursday, July the 30th, 2015 at 9.15 p.m. We'll see you back here on August the 6th, 2015. There's another Michigan General Drill Assembly Conference Call, and the next educational conference call will be on... Thursday, August the 13th, 2015, unless otherwise stated. Thank you. With that, Stefania means next year to me. It means next year to me. Call special means. Thank you. Have a good night. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.